Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. The views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy! Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Abby. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Um, So today is a special bonus episode um, about the Gabby Petito. Am I saying it right? I think that's right. Okay. The Gabby Petito case. um, It is something that has swept the nation. My true crime heart was like oh this is fascinating but then I just saw it everywhere and I have friends that like are not interested in true crime or asking questions and my dad even like um I said something and he was like oh have they found her yet and I was like wow my dad even cares and my dad is like so against all that stuff he's a lawyer my dad's the same way he thinks it's really weird that I'm so interested in this. yeah <laughs> yeah my so my dad's a lawyer and he used to do like criminal stuff so he like even my obsession with like criminal minds and law and order he's like this is not I don't know why you like all this and I'm like well he's, he's seen like, a very different side of it from most yeah people. <laughs> yeah that's what he always is like it is not what this entertainment I was like yeah but this is my form of entertainment <laughs> um but yeah even my dad was interested so that's when I knew I was like okay this is something that's like not this is something different um so yeah we're just going to talk a little bit about it uh we had mentioned before we started recording that by the time this episode comes out there could be a plethora of different changes of things that we didn't know happened and things that we did know happen. I don't know so much can change this is changing feels like by the day this past week nothing's really changed right all that's happening right now is they're just still looking for Brian yeah, I think so. I think since they've kind of found the body and done the autopsy, it seems like they're just looking for Brian at this point because he's really the only source of any evidence that they're going to find. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the only update we've had this week. But honestly, by the time we finish even recording this, they could have found him and anything could happen. So um, Ab- I'm going to call you Gabby. <laughs> Abby, um, let's go over the timeline. All right. So I kind of want to start off giving just some background so that we can kind of set the stage. So Gabby, who we all know, her full name, Gabrielle Venora Petito, which I think is just the most like beautiful, elegant name I've ever heard in my life. Also, I've never heard of the name Venora, which I think is beautiful. That is so beautiful. Oh my goodness. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. She was born on March 19th, 1999. So she was only 22 years old. Oh God, she's a child. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Yeah. But she started dating her partner, Brian Laundry in 2019. So Gabby and Brian are both from Blue Point, New York, which is on Long Island. Okay. Uh, but they had been living at Brian's parents' house in Northport, Florida for the past two years. 
So also one more thing to note is Gabby's parents are divorced. So there's a lot of like parents at play in this story because uh, they're both remarried. So mm. Nicole Schmidt is, is Gabby's mom and she's married to Gabby's stepdad, Jim Schmidt. Gabby's dad is Joe Petito and he is married to Gabby's stepmom, Tara Petito. So she has like four parents essentially. <laughs> and technically she, well, if everything if they weren't crazy she would have even had six because if she was living with his family you would think that that would be like their daughter so quick question um joe petito he's the one that's the police officer right because there's someone that had like a police officer shirt on or something during an interview i think that is possible he did do a press conference in northport florida i believe uh we'll, I we'll could get to be, it at some point okay. but I, th- I think that might be what you're thinking of okay okay um okay so we'll start from kind of the beginning of it all which was July 2nd 2020 which is when Gabby and Brian announced their engagement so the kind of weird thing about this is it's exactly one year to the date before they left on their trip oh interesting so, yeah and they then, so well, they've been engaged for almost two well for a year and for some change over a year yeah by yeah. the time oh. this all unraveled yeah so Interesting. they yeah they announced it on instagram as you know gabby was a big instagrammer and mm-hmm. brian was too or was is who knows <laughs> we'll get to that <laughs> but anyways yeah so uh on december 11th 2020 gabby and brian purchased their van The van is a 2012 Ford Transit, and they converted the inside of it to allow for, like, camping so they could sleep in the van, and they could also cook inside of it, like, meals while they were traveling, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. If you're into that. Yeah, I mean, right? It's better than, like, paying for a hotel everywhere you go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So on July 2nd, 2021, like I mentioned, exactly a year after they got engaged, uh, Gabby and Brian departed on their planned four-month cross-country trip. So the couple, they had been living in North Point, Florida, but at the time that they departed on their trip, they departed from Blue Point, New York, because they were there spending time with family for Gabby's younger brother's high school graduation. So we're starting in New York. Okay. Um, And the Petito family's attorney uh, mentioned that Gabby and Brian had gotten engaged, but they kind of held off on wedding planning because- of the pandemic and so they kind of like just went in this other direction and bought the van and decided to travel a little bit and i i personally think that maybe they held off on wedding planning because their relationship was kind of rocky that's what it but sounds like i'm guessing they probably didn't want to just come right out and say that so. right yeah <laughs> yeah um okay so their trip sounded amazing so i will now list off the places that they hit up until the point where, you know, it got weird. So on July 4th, they went to Monument Rock, Kansas. July 8th, they went to Colorado Springs, Colorado. July 10th, Great Sand Dunes National Park and Preserve in Colorado. July 16th, Zion National Park, Utah. July 21st, Bryce Canyon National Park, Utah. July 26th, Mystic Hot Springs, Utah. July 29th, Canyonlands National Park, Utah and August 12th, Arches National Park, Utah. Mallory, have you been to any of those places? Um, I went into a building in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and that's about it. It is beautiful. So beautiful. That's it. 
that is also that's the only one I've been to on the list too I went to the Olympic training center there when I was in high school for with my swim team because we had a connection not because I was going to the Olympics (laughs) I was like wait a second that could be we should just interview you for a regular episode (laughs) that was not ever on my radar but going to the Olympic training center was really cool (laughs) yeah that sounds cool yeah I was there for something with focus on the family and that's where their headquarters are is uh Colorado Springs that's what is sad also too is like those are really cool fun places that everybody wants to go eventually I mean um I've always wanted to go to what was the one right after Colorado Springs uh Great Sand Dunes National Park and Preserve I've always wanted to go to a sand dunes that sounds so cool I've seen pictures of this place and it looks incredible honestly reading through this list I was like this sounds like the trip of a lifetime like I want to take this trip with my boyfriend yeah (laughs) and that's amazing (laughs) very though like how it how everything ended and how I mean I guess it also just shows that like everything can be fine and then literally in a blink of a second well actually we don't know if everything was fine right guess we'll get to that too but yeah wow so August 12th was kind of the first indication of trouble in paradise uh when authorities were called when Brian and Gabby got into an altercation in Moab City Utah and that's the video that we've all this is the video that everyone's seeing like floating around this was like the police officer had a body cam and on I have it written down September 16th they released the body cam footage um so what happened was so I read two different things so I'm not really exactly sure what happened I read in one place that the Moab City Police Department was called by like a witness bystander saying like they saw this couple fighting but then I read somewhere else that like they were driving and Brian like was speeding and like swerved off the road and so they pulled them over so I don't know exactly what happened okay so I think from Crime Junkies episode I think what happened was they were told to follow this vehicle and then he started to swerve and mm. they were following the vehicle and then he started to swerve and they're like okay this is weird so mm. then they pulled so I think it's a combination of both right well yeah I know I know from my criminal procedure class they can't just pull you over for no reason so if he wasn't actually breaking any laws they can't pull him over but once he swerved they could so yeah yeah <laughs> that's probably that, what happens yeah 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 <laughs> okay cool so when officers arrived at the scene, they encountered Gabby, Brian, and a witness who wants to remain anonymous. So three people. Okay, so um, there was someone else there. Yeah, I don't know if they're they not in- around the whole time because that was the only mention of them. But okay, that's interesting because they're not in the body cam footage. I don't yeah, I, I, I think else. they just wanted to like make sure it was all good and then like get out. Oh, okay, know? okay, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and I totally get that because yeah. Anyway, keep going. Right, right. So, uh, again, the two were reported to have been in a physical fight following an argument that started because Brian climbed into the van with dirty feet, which I'm kind of like, okay, that's like a really little thing to be getting mad about. I guess it is where they're living, but I don't know. I just think that's kind of more an indication that like things were kind of tense with them if a huge fight like this is going to start over something so stupid. And that's what I was going to say. I think this is just an example of, they're living together they they have no break from each other no matter what they cannot get away from each other they're living together they're already having issues I think it's one of those straw and camel's back situations um and like yeah I guess you're right like we're trying to live in this space and now you're dirty but it should not have 
become something big enough to almost crash a car. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think too, I, it kind of made me wonder like if this had maybe been a pattern for them getting in like fights over stupid Mm -hmm. stuff that just like blew up. And I want, I almost wonder if maybe they decided to take this big trip as like a sort of way to like fix their relationship, like get away from everything. Like, you know, then you kind of think it's only geography, you know, you're still with the same person. You're still in Mm -hmm. the same relationship. You still have the same issues. Like the same person young and maybe, Oh, this will fix everything. (laughs) Oh gosh. Yeah. So who knows? (sighs) I'm just speculating. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're just speculating. Right. Right. So Gabby admitted to slapping Brian and she said she did it because she thought he was going to leave her there, which I was like, Ooh, that's heavy. That's scary. And that, I mean, that just leads credence to, okay, they're really not getting along. Well, they're arguing. It seems like they're arguing a lot. And so I don't know if you're going to get into this, but doesn't he in the video say that he thought she was going to leave him too? Yeah, I think he did. I don't, there was a lot said. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And the um, video's a good, I think it's like 10, 15 minutes. Like if you watch the whole long. thing through. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff said. I, it's like, so, it's like and, they're trying to blame each other, but they're also trying to protect each other. So right and that's what I was going to say like they're both afraid that and I just think that just red flag they are together too much like I just keep thinking like I don't know I love all of my friends I love all of my family but I just keep I cannot imagine being in a van for four months with the same person I'm not in a relationship right now. So maybe, you know, one day I'll meet someone and that's not that strange. My mom said, oh, I love to be with my husband all that time, you know, but I just, I know myself. I, I just, I can't imagine. I cannot imagine (laughs) the stress, never getting time for yourself. And I'm an extrovert, but there Mm -hmm. are times where I'm like, I just need to I need you not to talk. Let me focus on this one thing. I just can't. So all of that on top of that um it just it seemed like it was almost a recipe for disaster right yeah yeah no I agree with you I think I think to a certain extent even extroverts everyone needs their alone time you know yeah Uh, focus on you and even even if you are like in a really happy healthy relationship like I am (laughs) (laughs) I mean honestly like I love spending time with my boyfriend. I adore him, but there are times where I'm like, can you just like go over there for 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah. But if you're in a van, I mean, I guess you could do what I'm, I guess thinking, cause, and I think it kind of, we'll talk about this a little bit too, I think later in the timeline, but I guess the time away would be like, you're at your destination. So you guys just walk separate parts yeah. of the park and like maybe yeah. sit down by yourself but still that's just not but then there's I, like a safety thing too it's like I was just about to say that to, yeah exactly <laughs> but I don't know so, if I'd want to be away like if I'm uh-huh. at this big massive park with my boyfriend why would I want to not be with him because yeah da, 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 right. yeah so it's right so I mean, that's yeah. a lifestyle for a select few of people Continue. you gotta be yeah like really ready for that <laughs> yeah trip like this um, yeah 
I'm guessing they probably didn't fully think through, oh no. my gosh, I'm going to be with this person and only this person for four months. Like, no. And I don't And really quick to that point, you know, she's young and like, she's trying to do the whole travel blogger thing. And I have tried that. I have a travel page. I mean, I haven't been anywhere in two years because of, you know, um, I haven't been able to leave the country. Like mine, I wanted to do international. So I know like that you're just kind of trying to do it. You're just, you're not thinking the full thing through. You're not really thinking like, okay, this person you're thinking, oh, we have such a good times. He makes me really happy. Let's go do this. Okay. Let's take our picture. Let's do this. Blah, blah, blah. You're not, Yeah. I doubt well, they thought the whole thing through. To go off that too. Like, I think if she really was trying to get this whole travel blog off the ground, she probably was like, well, this trip is the perfect way to do that. And like, mm-hmm. even if things aren't great, I can make it look online like they are exactly yeah in her mind she was like as long as I can get this travel blog off the ground it'll be fine like so yeah all right we just got off on a big tangent right right okay (laughs) reel it in reel it in all right all right reel it in so next uh Gabby admitted to slapping Brian claimed she thought he was gonna leave her in Moab Brian also had visible scratches on his arms face and neck so it was clearly like a violent physical argument yeah um police took photographs of it gabby was almost arrested they almost like booked her um but both her and brian like pleaded with police to let her go claiming they were in love they were engaged they were going to get married and like desperately did not want anyone charged with a crime so police were kind of like okay like we'll let you go um and Brian agreed to separate from Gabby for the night uh, and he was put up in a hotel by a domestic assault outreach group so which I thought was interesting yes okay so two two things I want to say about this little section really quick I remember the first time seeing that video and being like okay I pro-woman absolutely not a feminist but I'm pro-woman mm-hmm. it was a little sketch to see him with scratches Mm-hmm. and not her I remember yes. thinking like okay <laughs> but she's the one missing mm-hmm. all right so why does he have scratches I remember that being a little strange and then inside edition not the world's greatest journalism source but I will say they'll show videos and stuff that like other people won't show they showed the video they showed the camera footage of Brian going into the um hotel the domestic mm-hmm. violence hotel or or whatever it was and this, my brother and I saw it and we like laughed because he looked so happy and relieved. And I don't know, like yeah. that to me, I was just kind of like, okay, like at that point. So this was before we knew, you know, the things we know now, but I'll be honest at that point, I was kind of like, okay, something is off about this. Like mm-hmm. he, he's the one with the scratches he even in the video he said that he didn't want her to go to jail he asked if he could take her place so I remember thinking there's also no one on this earth I'd go to jail for so he must really love her because I, I mean I would have been like all right well tell me what time to pick him up who do I need to call like I, I would I also that. just wonder if he said no I'll go to jail instead because he was trying to look like a macho big guy and then like if the cops would have actually which they never would have been like yeah. okay sure we'll arrest you instead he probably would have been like whoa 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 wait <laughs> what if he knew there was no way and he was just kind of trying to say that that's what I'm saying is like I he want, probably yeah. just wanted to look like the knight in shining 
shining armor you know like well yeah well I saw that and then he just looked so happy and relieved like he had a huge smile walking into this hotel and I just remember thinking okay there's definitely more to the story than like this girl is missing because I mean and also too I feel like at one point the media because the reality is and I think we'll talk about this later the reality is we're getting our information from the media from social media Mm -hmm. and tv media so anyway the media did seem to be painting Gabby as kind of the more aggressive like maybe she almost to the to the degree of like maybe she did something to him type or and he just retaliated or something like that that seemed to be the vibe I was getting watching it for a while especially like I just could not get the guy's smile out of his face he's like he looks so happy and relieved to be in this hotel and I mean I guess now looking back I guess he could have just been happy to like get a shower as opposed to just being away from her because in my mm-hmm. head I was like I wonder if she's doing something or they're fighting a lot so he wants to be away from her but I mean, I guess he could have just been happy to get a shower. Or he might have felt like he won almost. Oh, because oh. he deceived them so well. Oh, I get put up in this hotel and she has to sleep in the van. Yeah. It could, that could have oh, been part of it. Um, that's a good point. But another thing I thought about too is the police, like, or I guess it wasn't technically the police. It was this like domestic assault outreach group put Brian up in this hotel and then left Gabby to sleep in this van by herself like this young woman yeah. is to sleep in this van by herself that seems unsafe to me like absolutely why wouldn't they just put them up in separate hotels <laughs> well okay but here's the thing once again with just the information we had Brian was the one with the scratches and I think that yeah. like if he, he didn't was have, the victim yeah if he or, didn't have the, the perceived scratch, victim the perceived victim yeah if he didn't have the scratches I think for the domestic violence people the police everyone else's would have gone so if the reality is if brian if gabby was the one with the scratches brian would have been in jail there's no oh, i have no absolutely. doubt yeah. in my mind and gabby probably would be alive today like yeah. i have no doubt they would have sent him straight to, they probably wouldn't have even questioned him as like kindly as they questioned gabby because right. also too i mean when we look at the comparison gabby is really small i mean brian's not that big either but gabby's really small and i mean i'm sure i don't know that that is a very good point they didn't even like try to help her but i mean who knows what those people they might have been thinking because i mean on the surface because if think about it if it was i know for myself if i saw a woman that was hurt my friend get the man is he in jail like do something so i'm guessing that's probably similar to what they thought they're trying to be like fair about it maybe right like, unbiased. Oh, we can't we can't discriminate based on whether the guy's being abused or the girl's being abused I guess right. yeah there's probably a certain element of that too I'm right, guessing that right. a domestic assault outreach group is probably very conscious of that kind of stuff too right right so yeah uh, hmm. now thinking about it, I, I bet they feel kind of bad too I know though, how I everything know. I, uh, all of these people I mean how must those oh, police officers police. feel for not arresting her had they arrested her she probably would still be alive I mean I just it's, oh I, gosh. I could never imagine having I, to I, live with that yeah I mean not I, that they did anything wrong but like hindsight is 2020 you know right 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 I I can't even imagine oh my goodness yeah once again they didn't do anything the only person who did something wrong was brian that's the only person who did something wrong yeah well you know what allegedly 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 the only person who did something wrong was brian allegedly so mm-hmm. but still i mean i just can't even imagine 
Yeah, it's just how things worked out. So yeah. yeah, they released the body camera footage and it just like swept the nation. I think that is what really triggered the like the huge just everyone stopping and watching this case. I think so too. I think it started off like amongst true crime community, like, oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. So I remember on Morbid they mentioned it because apparently she was a fan of Morbid. Yeah, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um they released the body cam and they did that on like um world news on inside edition i want to say it was even on maybe not entertainment tonight but like fox news cnn like everyone yeah i started getting like updates on the gabby petito case from my fox news app i was like oh my gosh this is like mainstream mainstream yeah exactly like when (laughs) when the news started showing it i was like okay this this isn't just amongst our little true crime community now this is something that like the whole country at the very least i want to say the world but maybe not the world but like the whole country is paying attention to absolutely yeah so it's it's interesting because I feel like we don't see cases like this very often where Absolutely the entire not. country just stops and watches and everyone like people in my class tonight were talking about it people at yeah. work today were talking about it it's everywhere yeah it's insane but we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that. that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so August 25th then was Gabby's last known whereabouts which was in Grand Teton Wyoming uh the couple was headed towards Yellowstone National Park Gabby's stepdad, Jim Schmidt, claims Gabby communicated regularly with her mom and the rest of the family, stating, quote, she would go off the grid, doing her van life stuff, exploring these different areas, so it wasn't uncommon for her to go off for a few days at a time, but she'd always make her way back to some place where she could get on to a Wi-Fi connection, upload to her Instagram, make phone calls, FaceTime, which I believe, because she seemed very attached to her phone, her Instagram, social media, all of that kind of stuff. She seems, and you know, we'll get to this at, um, when we discuss this toward the end, but like she seemed like something, somebody that like I probably would have known or been friends with. Mm-hmm. And like every, we're all love these phones. Like we're never not right. With them. Yeah. Like if a close friend of mine who I text regularly, if I didn't hear from them for a couple of days I would be like uh is something wrong yeah, <laughs> Do especially, I need the authorities involved <laughs> right especially also too if I saw they weren't posting mm-hmm. on social media because she stopped mm-hmm. posting too and like yeah especially if I knew they were keeping up some sort of like social media blog presence I'd be like mm-hmm. okay are they mad at me then <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> right so then August 30th is when Gabby's family received their last communication from her last communication I put Mm -hmm. in air quotes I'll get to it though so Gabby's mom Nicole Schmidt got a text sent from Gabby's phone that read quote can you help Stan I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls quote so Stan is Gabby's grandfather but her mom said Gabby never called him Stan he like so it, it was just an all-around strange message for her to get also she was like you're on this trip like you're calling your grandfather like what yeah um, so Nicole Gabby's mom m- maintains that the message was not normal behavior for Gabby and it caused her to worry and that she's unsure if it was really Gabby that sent that message <sighs> so that's just kind of another like strange thing Mm -hmm. they haven't heard from her in a while and now they get this weird message and I mean it 
I guess at this point, it's been five days. So they're probably like, oh, she's probably just in an area of the country where she doesn't have a lot of reception. Like, hopefully things are fine. I'm sure we'll hear from her tomorrow or in a couple days or something. I mean, you, I, I think you want to think the best in these sort of situations. Right. Unless you're like my mom, nine times out of 10, like you're just going to just, okay, I haven't heard today. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I know for, I'll use for myself, for example, like my brother and I talk semi-regularly. Um, I wasn't living, we weren't living together. I mean, we would, I guess the most we would, if we didn't like talk on the phone or like text, we would send each other stuff on like Twitter or Instagram. If I didn't hear back from him or like if we hadn't had any communication for like, I'll say three or four days, then I'd kind of be like, "Hmm, I hope everything's okay. Mm -hmm. But I think for the most part, you just kind of just like, life's busy. Like things happen. Like you're not thinking about, you don't jump to this conclusion. This is right. Most people's not first thought. Yeah. And I mean, Gabby's an adult. She's 22. She's on this yeah. amazing trip. Like I'm sure her family was like, you know, she probably doesn't have Wi-Fi. She's probably just off having fun living her life, you know? Right, right, right. So then on September 1st, Brian returned to the home in Northport, Florida that he and Gabby shared with his parents, but Gabby was not with him. And it was this- with the van, right? He drove himself back in the van, yes. Okay, okay. without Gabby. And okay. just this is when he starts to go silent, essentially. Like okay. uh, so then September eleventh, so that's ten days later. Mm. Gabby's family reported her missing to the Suffolk County Police Department in New York at approximately 6:55 p.m. So that same night, the Suffolk County police got in touch with the Northport police. And they sent officers to Brian's house. So police knocked on the door to the house because they wanted to talk to him about Gabby. Ask, like, where is she? Like, what's going on? You know, he was kind of the only one with her, the only source of information. So they knock on the door. Brian's parents open the door. Don't say anything. Just hand the officer a note with a lawyer's phone number on it and then shut the door. What do we think about that? (sighs) Okay. My thoughts have changed a lot from the beginning initially my initial thought was wow this man's guilty like that is crazy then my thought after that was well what if something happened it was an accident and honestly the best thing to always do is not say a word when you get in trouble with the law when people get in trouble on social media and like they get canceled the best thing to do is not say a word. So I was like, okay, maybe he's kind of like, it was an accident and he panicked. So he came home. So technically don't say anything. And eventually like, it'll, it'll work out. But then, you know, now we know that is a homicide, ho- homicide. I don't know why homicide. I'm homicide. <laughs> um, I don't know why I was saying it like that. I, that I do that all the time. <laughs> that is a homicide so now I'm like okay yes he really is guilty like I really I was hoping that it was an accident but if it's homicide then it's homicide yeah I just think you know based on my armchair expertise when it comes to true crime stuff this is this would be very strange behavior for an innocent person really I think it's strange that's what I think 
So to me, I'm thinking it's strange for someone guilty because if I thinking about it myself and like about everybody else we see, if usually they're like, um, oh, you know what? She's actually, I left her there and I'll go with you. Like they're kind of like trying to buddy it up. That's why I thought maybe he was innocent. Cause I feel like like the Scott Petersons, the Chris mm-hmm. Watts of the world, they kind of were like, yeah, let me help you out the best I can. Yeah, but that's also how they got caught. So yes. I wonder if he was yeah. thinking, you know what? Let me do like in his mind, he was like, I did something bad. I think my only way out of this is to just shut my mouth and not say anything I I think that could be it because honestly that is if he's guilty which I I personally think he is yeah that's gonna be his best bet is to just not say anything because he really is the only source of evidence here yeah if he doesn't say anything and he avoids police and just you know shuts shuts down becomes a recluse they're not gonna have enough evidence on him yeah that's a very good point i mean this man will never have peace again though i mean his face is he will not be able to go anywhere in the u.s maybe alaska i don't even know maybe not alaska he's not gonna be able to go anywhere in the u.s without people recognizing him he will never see yeah yeah i don't know i just i just think especially as her fiance if he truly was innocent First of all, he wouldn't have driven home by himself. He would have himself called the authorities. He would have been like, here's the last place I saw her. I don't know where she went. Like, please let me do anything I can to help find her. I just want to find her. I just want her to be safe. Like, I mean, I don't like to assume how I would react in a situation because I don't know because I'm not in that situation. Yeah. A rational person is going to say, hi, this person that I love and I want to spend the rest of my life with is missing. Mm -hmm. Can you help me? Let me help you. That's a... I mean, I think that's a safe assumption. A rational person would do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't like, I just thought it was so weird that he just Mm -hmm. automatically, and I think, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit, but I think this aspect too is what gets people like, oh, I'm interested now. Like, I know Mm -hmm. this is what got me interested. When I heard that he came back without her and that he just said, here's my lawyer. I was like, oh, that's, that's different. Yeah. So on September 15th, the North Point police named Brian a person of interest in Gabby's disappearance, which I was kind of like, well, duh. But <laughs> right, right. Good <laughs> job. Mean, okay. Do your due diligence, I right. guess. You're caught up. You're caught up. All right. All right. We are yeah. the true crime community. We already named him, but that's okay. You what, go ahead and make always, it official. <laughs> literally every true crime podcast I listen to, all of them say, it's always the husband. It's always the boyfriend. It's always the right. wife. It's always the significant other. <laughs> like, right, right, I mean, right. granted, that's not always true, but like, we like to joke I'm about it. <laughs> exactly. So in response, to Brian being named a person of interest, Brian's attorney issued the following statement, quote, many people are wondering why Mr. Laundrie would not make a statement or speak with law enforcement in the face of Miss Petito's absence. Yeah, in we my are. experience, intimate partners are often the first person law enforcement focuses their attention on in cases like this. And the warning that any statement made will be used against you is true, regardless of whether my client had anything to do with Miss Petito's disappearance. As such, on the advice of counsel, Mr. Laundrie is not speaking on the matter. I have been informed that the Northport, Florida police have named Brian Laundrie as a person of interest in this matter. 
This formality has not really changed the circumstances of Mr. Laundry being the focus of law enforcement, and Mr. Laundry will continue to remain silent on the advice of counsel. Very lawyerly statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Um, that sounds like a good lawyer. I haven't yeah. really been keeping up with the lawyer aspect of it. I've just kind of been keeping oh, up with Oh, okay. I have else. a little bit more. So Okay. Oh, okay. Keep going. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That was all of the statement, but I have oh, a statement oh. from Gabby's family's lawyer coming up a little bit here. So, okay, okay. So, yeah, basically he said, like, yeah, I know Brian's not cooperating, but that's not going to change, so. Yeah, so y'all <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, I guess that was what you were hired to do, lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, everything he said at the beginning was true. That's, and once mm. again, that's why, like, I was like, okay, maybe he is innocent. He's doing all of the things, but then mm. my mind would also go to, like, but he just came home. He didn't tell anybody. He didn't say asked for help so I was like well maybe he like snapped and like maybe they were on some sort of I, I had all these theories I don't know I mean it's literally it could be anything because yeah. the only person who knows is Brian <laughs> like yep crazy but anyways so September 16th the very next day Northport police held a news conference where Gabby's dad begged for her safe return and specifically mm-hmm. asked yeah, Brian sad. to speak up and participate in the investigation at this news conference, the Schmidt and Petito family, so that's her mom and stepdad and her dad and stepmom, so all four parents, are represented by this attorney, essentially. Um, so their attorney read a very heartfelt letter addressed to the Laundry family, and I'm going to read it because I think it's important. <laughs> this is the last thing I'm reading, though, I promise. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, this so... is important, so it's good. Christopher and Roberta Laundry. We are writing this letter to ask you to help find our beautiful daughter. We understand you are going through a difficult time and your instinct to protect your son is strong. We ask you to put yourselves in our shoes. We haven't been able to sleep or eat and our lives are falling apart. We believe you know the location where Brian left Gabby. We beg you to tell us. As a parent, how could you let us go through this pain and not help us? As a parent, how could you put Gabby's younger brothers and sisters through this? Gabby lived with you for over a year. She was going to be your daughter-in-law. How can you keep her location hidden? You were both at Jim and Nicole's house. You were both so happy that Brian and Gabby got engaged and were planning to spend their lives together. Please, if you or your family has any decency left, please tell us where Gabby is located. Tell us if we are even looking in the right place. All we want is Gabby to come home. Please help us make that happen. Signed, Jim Schmidt, Nicole Schmidt, Joe Petito, and Tara Petito. That is so sad. That my heart broke reading that. Yeah, that is, is so sad. So sad that uh, these these people that they trusted with yeah. their daughter have turned their backs on them in such a big way in such a time of need. Yeah, Just, and it yeah. really kind of sh- like they're trying to protect their son, mm-hmm. and I think you know, I'm, I don't want to come off like bitter when I say this, but I think we should all just also be cognizant, especially moms, but Mm -hmm. like parents are not like, they're going to pick their kid over you any day of the week. I mean, I would think I would like 
the idea to think that like most people just out of human decency like if their child did something so horrendous like, that they would speak up but at the end of the day though like parents they're gonna pick their child over you like don't ever think that and you know in-laws don't ever think that you're you know your in-laws are not going to be on your husband's side they're I mean, especially the mom like they're always going to pick their kids and I think this is just like a, a tiny reminder but I do think this is a special circumstance like I hope to god that like this isn't normal like moms you don't know this. I it is it's it's a tough situation but any moral yeah human being would if if I were Brian's mom I I mean obviously again I'm not in this situation so I don't know what I would do but I like to think that if I were Brian's mom I would be like okay Brian we're gonna go you're gonna turn yourself in and we're gonna get you just the best defense lawyer we possibly can yeah like, and that's how it's gonna be like you have to own up to what you did you have to tell them everything you know like this yeah. is like like I you know I'm sorry but like this is just a personal responsibility thing like you made the choices you made you like and now you have to own up to it like that's yeah. I don't know I hope like I would like to think that but I also I don't know like I've seen I mean I don't know I've just seen parents defend mm. their kids like yeah it's, so the, I, yeah. I mean and, and we I talked don't, about this before. I mean, yeah. in the Casey Anthony case, like, right, like the mom, her mom like, just standing by her, you yeah. know. And it's, it, I, I think this is kind of a similar thing where they yeah. just, they don't, they don't want to believe that their son could do something like this, and they're just trying to protect him at any cost. And my brother made a good point. Um, he said, "I bet his story. He probably told them a truth." Mm-hmm. or the full story and I bet in his story he's definitely not the aggressor oh, she yeah. did something to him so they're they could mm-hmm. even been, be thinking that like I don't know I'm just throwing the allegedly I'm not saying this happened but I'm just thinking like something that would make a mom want to protect her child like maybe they were somewhere and Gabby pulled a gun on him and he had to protect himself so he murdered her but then like it doesn't look that way because he doesn't know and blah 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 I don't know like see and here's the thing too, is I think that if Brian ever does decide to talk, decide to talk, yeah, um, he's going to craft something up like that. Oh, I yeah. mean, his lawyer's going to coach we'll him. Know. He's going to yeah. say he, that he was just protecting himself. I, I just know that's what's going to happen. So I just, it angers me so much to know that we may never know the truth on this. I think so I agree and I think the only way we would ever know the truth is if he unalives himself and I'm using that word Mm -hmm. so we don't get in trouble because if you use the other word it gets really messy but um if he unalives himself and he leaves a note I think if he unalives himself and leaves a note I think that would be the only way that could be the possible truth even then he could be lying but like I right if he ever gets found whatever we hear is not gonna be the truth like I have like you said, it's not going to be the truth. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But then, but then you think about Chris Watts and he like crafted up a tale about what happened, but then he eventually told the truth. So it's like, that's true. Yeah. It could happen. You never know. I it's mean, possible. I was never expecting Chris Watts to tell the truth. Yeah. Me neither. Did, so. yeah. I, I, you're right. I guess it is possible. It's just, it's hard for me to believe. And we really yeah. don't like, we have zero point of reference we have absolutely no idea what happened because we don't know where he is 
no one we can't anyway we'll get to that we'll get to that all right all right moving right along so september 17th uh the laundry family reported brian missing so police said laundry's attorney contacted authorities friday because okay wait pause for two seconds september 17th when did the video come out the day before the september 16th interesting Mm -hmm. continue Mm -hmm. so um laundry's attorney contacted authorities uh friday which was the 17th yeah uh because the family wanted to discuss his disappearance and they told police they hadn't seen brian since tuesday um they searched the laundry's house and they removed some items they're i they're not at this point sharing a lot about the investigation because it's still ongoing which which i think is probably yeah and it's probably best right now oh absolutely because Um, like really well i'm just what never mind i can say it toward when we get to the other stuff continue okay um (laughs) so so uh police said on twitter that it was the first time laundry's the laundry family had spoken with them in detail about the case at all um and they really didn't say much so um so now as of as of right where we're at right in the timeline right now september 17th both brian and gabby are considered missing persons i remember so, hearing that and being like oh I okay was so who's writing I was so this <laughs> <laughs> i remember being, okay who's what what movie is this is this lifetime oh no is this black mirror did they make uh, right? it in real yeah. life i was like, like I, I was like the the amount of just like plot twists that yeah in this case. like i can't keep up <laughs> yeah like this does not feel real who's writing know. this oh, yeah gosh keep going so crazy so <laughs> September 18th um they're they just continue searching for both Gabby and Brian uh police searched uh a vast Florida wildlife reserve on Saturday on the 18th this just this past Saturday for Brian um and uh, across the country in Wyoming they just they searched for Gabby basically <laughs> um the search was called off Saturday night uh when it got dark in Florida and they hadn't found anything. I got a Fox News update about that. I remember on Saturday, and wow. I was like, yeah, they didn't find him. <laughs> yeah, there. I saw a video of that area. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's Once again, unless he, and I don't mean to talk so callously about it, but unless he unalives himself, they're not mm-hmm. going to find him. It's too much. Like it's too much stuff. Yeah. He's too well prepared. Mm-hmm. He had so much time. I doubt he's still in the country really i feel like he's still in the country i think so i think so. i think well, i think he if he's got any shot at never being found he either had to unalive himself or leave the country i would think i agree i but i you know i feel like he's trying to wait it out i think he's trying to Maybe. wait it out but the thing is how did he that is naive the though country? this is not dying down yeah oh i know i know mm-hmm. But, like, how would he leave the country, though? I mean, I guess, like, a fake ID and stuff, but... I mean, he'd walk... There's an ocean. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. That's a good point. So, like, if he walks into that airport, his picture's gonna literally be right there, like, in in those movies. I don't know what kind of money his... Money or connections his family has, but people can get away with sketchy stuff. I I don't know. Yes, I guess that's true. Yeah. So, September 19th, is the day that Gabby's body was found in Wyoming. They didn't 
say right away that it was for sure Gabby's, but they said it likely was. Yeah. That was, yeah, hard pill to swallow for a lot of us. Yeah, I was at the gym and like, you know, they have like the news on the TV and it was, I was finishing up at like five something or another and it was like at six, they're going to um, do a press conference. So like I got home, showered real quick and I opened up my laptop to watch the press conference and I was like, ah, I hate I this. I was hoping like half of me was like, oh, if it's not her body, maybe it's someone else's. But then I was like, oh, I also don't like that's sad for that family too. I mean, any body being found in that condition, like out in the middle of nowhere yeah. like that is just so awful. Like no matter yeah. whose it is. Yeah. That's a human life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, so I was sad. in I was in the same boat. I was like, I wanted to hope it wasn't Gabby's because I sort of felt like this personal connection to her from yeah. reading so yeah. much on the case and like following it and stuff. But I was like, but is, is it gonna be better if it's someone else? Yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a huge bummer to hear. That was I so really sad. I was hoping and praying that they would find her alive. I, I just remember um Oh my gosh, I'm not going to remember the girl's name, but there in a couple of years ago in Wisconsin, there was a girl, oh gosh, what was her name? Hold on. I'm going to do a quick Google. (laughs) Okay. And while you do that, I'll say my two cents on the find her alive. Yeah. yeah. You know, initially I definitely thought she was dead like that. Definitely. But then after a while, I did think, you know what, maybe she was alive and like was hitchhiking and couldn't get to some sort of, or like maybe she was like trapped somewhere and like was needing water. Like those people that get trapped under rocks and things like that. And like, they find them. I was hoping it was going to be something like that after a while. Like when I, I was that crossed my mind too. Cause I was wondering if maybe like Brian just kind of saw it as an opportunity to take off and then that she would die and it would look like it was of natural causes and he would be off the hook or like whatever it might be yeah that was when I was thinking that he just maybe like so one of my theories was that he they got in a huge fight and then he just drove off and left her and was like whatever you figure it out you'll get home yeah so that in my in that scenario I was like okay well maybe she's just like trapped somewhere Mm -hmm. in the desert and she's like dehydrated and but they're gonna find her and they're definitely not gonna get married and he should suffer some sort of repercussion because he should have reported that she was missing but it'll all work out that's what I thought but yeah Uh, yeah as was I okay so the case I was talking about was Jamie Kloss are you familiar with that one that name sounds familiar okay okay I'll describe it to you like real quick I'll give you the cliff notes so basically this girl she lived in like this tiny town in Wisconsin I I followed this like pretty closely because it happened very close to where my grandparents live and my grandparents live in the middle of nowhere and nothing like this ever happens so I was following this when it was happening this happened in like 2018 I want to say yeah um but so her parents were found murdered and she was missing and basically it was this huge mystery nobody knew where she was they they were like searching for her she was missing for something like 40 45 days something like that she was the entire time being held captive in this creep's house and she managed to break out and she was like wandering down the street when someone found her like nobody was expecting her to be found alive nobody knew what had happened people were speculating that like 
this girl was 13 people were speculating she had like an older boyfriend and they had this like murder plot but no this guy was totally random he like saw her getting off of a school bus and decided I have to have her so he like broke into her house one night killed her parents and kidnapped her and she escaped and she was found alive walking down the street I remember getting that notification on my phone and being like she's alive wow <laughs> it oh, was crazy that's fascinating I'm gonna have yeah. to hear a podcast on that or something oh there are for sure podcasts on it okay. yeah definitely wow. listen to it. it's a very oh, that's a good story yeah. well you know I mean, that it happened, but it's good that she was found. extremely traumatized from it yeah but she's alive you yeah know? and she um, definitely heal and help people from that wow yeah. Yeah. that's crazy okay so you were hoping something that like was that. what was in the back of my mind okay. this, this Jamie Claw story was what yeah. was in the back of my mind this whole time I was like you know what it's happened before it can happen again prayer is powerful but yeah, yeah. So it was a huge bummer for sure and can I really quick can I tell you another yeah. thing that crossed my mm-hmm. mind for a second you know pretty little liars I I, I never got into it oh okay I do well, know it though I, for those of you listeners like it so go ahead <laughs> for those of you that like know about it for a second you guys know like they thought they found Allie's body but it was actually Bethany so for a second I was like I wonder if this is even really Gabby and then I was like okay no this really isn't a movie like this is real life <laughs> even though it feels like it it, it definitely right. feels like it with this person's missing this person's and then here's this new evidence like but it's not but yeah for a hot second I was like oh I wonder if it's could it be someone that just looks like Gabby but mm-hmm. that's not realistic yeah um okay so then on September 20th uh they searched the they did like a more in-depth search of the laundry's house um investigators were inside the home with the family pretty much all day uh the search warrant indicated they were looking specifically for laundry's computer um and that's kind of all they that they have shared on it again the investigation is ongoing so they can't really tell us a lot which is like totally understandable but it's like I've got to wonder what they were doing in that house all day (laughs) yeah well I think this will be a good is is that pretty much the timeline um yeah and then the only other thing that I have is yesterday September 21st the autopsy confirmed it was Gabby okay yeah found so yeah uh, and they confirmed it was um (sighs) homicide and and the the cause of death was a homicide yeah yeah and well what I was gonna say is I think though keep not telling us too much is a good transition because one thing that I do think um is a negative about the attention is like so many people are like trying to figure it out which is good you know they're helping that's how they found out they found the video of the van that's how they found uh and I think the video of the van is how they knew where to look I think I'm pretty sure so like people have really helped oh the people that picked the people that picked him up that Mm. was a big clue too so like yeah I think that these are those are all great things but then there's Mm. people who are I feel like sometimes people are getting in the way and like I saw this there is definitely like a line you have to toe of like is this helpful or is this harmful and just like ask yourself that you know yeah and like I think that that's probably 
why the police i know the police are tired i'm sure they're like oh my god if we get one more tiktok thing mm. we're gonna scream <laughs> so i'm sure that's why imagine those like old grumpy guys all just like if i have to watch one more tiktok <laughs> <laughs> yeah no for real because i mean that's the other thing too i saw this video um and this girl was she essentially she showed us that the person who created that fake Gabby page was actually his mom. I saw that and I was like, on, I saw it on Facebook and I was like, this is fantastic. Has she told the police or did she go straight to the internet? Because this is something that the police will absolutely need to know that his mother created a right. fake page um, and before they found the body. So then there's, you know, all this, like, mm. there's just that's but, the whole but then it's like are these people just chasing clout like do they just want to put forth this like conspiracy theory and you know see how many clicks and likes they can get on their tiktok or their tweet yeah. or whatever and it's and like guys come on this is about life this yeah. is not a joke to people it's yeah very serious and that i mean you know no offense to the person who the people who believe this no offense to the person who did this but I really do think like the book theory I don't know if you've heard that people are like oh he's trying to live out a book to me I think that's ridiculous I'm sorry I think that's silly I think that's like that's would go into the category of like harmful not helpful helpful. like or at least don't sure I guess maybe in your group chat discuss it I don't know I just I think there's definitely a a lie I mean it's just like I always like the comparison I would make which is like stupid but is the people who watch The Bachelor and who talk talk shit about the about the contestants in their group chat with their friends versus the people who go straight to their Instagram page and like hate comment. It's like, there's a difference. They're never going to see it if you're just talking with your friends. But if you're commenting on their page, like those are real people on the other end of those comments. It's like, you got to just ask yourself, like, is what I'm putting into the world helpful or is it hurtful? Yes, exactly. And if it's hurtful, don't say it or text it to your best friend and then nobody will ever see it except for them. (laughs) Yeah. And you guys can speculate and discuss and giggle or whatever you want to do about it. But I just, that's my only gripe about it becoming so, and I know I'm kind of annoyed. I know the police is exactly, they're probably like, I, we have to watch one more TikTok. Cause I mean, that's where it's kind of grew its popularity. Which well, kind they of- just get bogged down with stuff. It becomes hard for them to decipher: is this legit, or are they wasting our time? It happens in every high-profile case like this. Yeah, and that's yeah. That was the next thing I was going to say too. Like, it's going to be hard for them to decipher. Like, what lead do we follow? Because, and the other one, someone posted in a Facebook group of men, like, "Oh my goodness, you think this is him on the security camera?" And it, to me, it was like obviously not him. But I'm like, dang, now the police is going to have to look into that yeah it's just it's just tiny things and I don't know Mm -hmm. um but so that kind of leads to I asked my Facebook group I mean my Facebook group I asked my Facebook page like why do we think people care so much about this um let's see here I saw this post um, this morning and I scrolled through every comment on it and I was like, uh, this is a fantastic question because I always ask this about these really, these cases that just blow up. I'm kind of like, what is it about this case that yeah. people are just intrigued by? Yeah, like some of these, I'm just um, like, like I said, there's people who are not even into true crime that are like glued to their phones trying to figure this out. And some of the mm-hmm. responses, um, I'm just going to read it or like, we can discuss a couple um 
well, one I kept getting a lot was um, that, well, some party just straight up said because she's white. And I don't necessarily think it's because she's white. I think it's a combination of like, she's the reality is she's pretty. Mm-hmm. People like the halo effect. Right. Um, she's pretty. She, it's interesting that she's young. I think it's more of a combination of that yeah um as I opposed think, to just strictly race I don't think it's like a strictly right. race thing yeah I think I you know and I've I've thought a lot about that too I've read about the you know missing white woman syndrome or whatever yeah. that they use in the media and I have really like tried to think critically about that and Same. I think that there could be some truth to it but I think the people to blame for that is probably the media because they are the ones telling us which cases to care about because they're the ones putting it out there and And so if they're reporting more on this missing white woman than they are on missing black people indigenous people whatever then that's who we're going to be seeing and that was going to be my next point like um people like oh um so and so is missing and i haven't heard a peep about it well, yeah, mm-hmm. we can't talk about it. We don't know about it. Like now that yeah. we know about it, let's hope that we can talk about it. But it's, it's not our fault if we don't know about it. We can't spread awareness if we don't mm-hmm. know about it. But I do think like um, people do find, for example, Lacey Peterson, mm-hmm. beautiful woman. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. I think we just find just a human nature. We find not I don't want to say like attractive people because that's not the yeah. right that's not the right word but I'm gonna be honest with you I, I have been thinking about this mm-hmm. um you know especially the whole race aspect and a lot of people did say um so one person just said straight up because she's white but mm-hmm. other people said because she's young because she's pretty but I had thought about it and like a lot I am I haven't really like I can't really name any person that has gone missing that has gotten popular that wasn't like objectively attractive I know I actually was just making a list in my head too like yeah. Natalie Holloway Kristen Smart Lacey Peterson Gabby has, Petito, um, all of them are like yeah. young attractive um like people we want to root for people we yeah. want them to find we want justice and you know even, um oh gosh why can I not think of her name uh faith hedgepath she's yeah. native american she was gorgeous like Beautiful. i can't really think of anyone that was not attractive now and you know statistically that doesn't mean that objectively unattractive people aren't you know, kidnapped or murdered but i just i don't know that's just something that i i've noticed like all i can't think of anyone that was not objectively attractive Mm -hmm. um so I do think that kind of does play a little bit in like our interest in it I mean we like to see attractive people on tv I mean yeah think about it I was just gonna say think about like the influencers or the people that you follow on Instagram they're all attractive too the people on reality tv the people it's it's just our culture I think yeah yeah like consume media that is surrounding attractive people I think that's definitely part of it yeah and now that I'm like thinking about it like it, oh that's yeah um so that was one of the things someone I, I want to make a comment on this someone said that she was an actor and I really 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 like a um a crisis actor I loathe when people do that I like 
I, I dumped a guy it. because of this one time. <laughs> Good for you. I love that. Whether you think it's a big deal or not, because that was another thing. Some people commented, well, I don't care. And I had to, I'm like, okay, but I wasn't like, then why? Yeah. Anyway, but like, whether you it care just really or not, discredits like, the very real experiences that people had. Yes. And oh my I gosh. Just, I got no time for it. That is some Alex Jones conspiracy yeah. stuff that I just want no part of. Yeah. Yeah. That what I, Oh, I just I want to say like I love that I cannot stand that like I can't please either. do not come to me if you're no. I I'm not even gonna give that a second thought <laughs> yeah I just wanted to say that was awful I, I hated that um some people said that it's a way for the media to cover up Afghanistan because Afghanistan they have not reported on that now I don't mm. I'm on the fence about whether that so I think but how do they know we would care so much I guess that's my thing like the media is manipulative yeah I mean I could I could see it I could see them I don't think that was the intention I think right when it comes to the media I think they probably reported on it saw that people were like getting interested and then just totally ramped it up because they knew people were so interested in it yeah that's how I feel too I don't think it's this big evil conspiracy we have to hide uh Afghanistan some people said hiding the stuff going on at the border I don't think that um I I will say this is overshadowing that both of those things but I I don't know that I would go so far as to say that the media like did it on purpose is intentional yeah or has malicious intent behind it yeah there's just a lot going on right now (laughs) and I mean (laughs) that's a very good point as well um I we need to have like a come to Jesus um like light episode soon because there's just cleanser (laughs) yeah there's just a lot of stuff going on right now in the U.S. in general yeah um let me see some of the other ones um a lot from women we're saying how like this person says we saw the video of someone said okay we saw the footage of them pulled over and her so emotional it made us feel like we knew her and then we get we are emotionally invested in people that we know and I'm like yeah that I mean I think too there's a certain amount of like relatability yes I think a lot of us have maybe not to the extent that Gabby and Brian's relationship was but been in a not great relationship that we can sort of relate to her that was the next thing I was going to say a lot of women were just saying how like they feel as if they have been this girl in a Mm -hmm. um an abusive relationship and that is one thing I will say we don't we're not allegedly I'll just put it that way allegedly an abusive relationship and um they just see themselves in her and I think that um oh gosh I think that's just that's sad to me that it is um let's see what I else think oh go ahead yeah it's it's just I think I I think a silver lining we can maybe find from this is to like check on your friends you know yes. even if you think they're in this perfect relationship they're always posting on Instagram about how great their relationship is like make sure that's actually the case, you know? Yeah. Sometimes they might feel like they have no one to talk to about it and they might lie to you. Like a lot of people who are in abusive relationships like that will, but just 
reach out, extend the olive branch. And men, like, treat your woman right. Yeah. (laughs) And a little bit too, what you said at the beginning, someone said it's the whole Instagram versus reality thing. And I think that is- Which I- is a very real thing, I think. Absolutely. And I'm fascinated by it because I feel like there, there are couples- that I like follow on Instagram or like, you know, a girl I knew from way back that I follow on Instagram, who's dating this guy, who's like constantly posting, posting, posting. And like the only interaction I have with her is on Instagram because it's like someone I knew from years ago, you know, and I have like several of these types of people that I follow. I I always (laughs) just wonder, I'm like, is their relationship actually as perfect as they're making it seem on Instagram? I just, I always wonder. Yeah. And I think that is an, I think this is like real time of Mm -hmm. like how that is. And I think it also too, another just thing to think about is like, we are, we are watching people's highlight reels. We cannot take, do not take the internet seriously. Touch grass. That's a a term I heard people use. I'm going to start using Mm -hmm. that now. We all need to get out there and touch some grass. Like it's not, yeah, me too. Me too. I think the youths are saying it now. Yeah, Um, I know. I know. I I get sick of the highlight reel sometimes too. I know like last year around the holidays, I was, I was uh, single at the time and everyone I knew was getting engaged. And I was like, why am I sitting here scrolling through watching all of these people get engaged when I know it's making me sad? Like I'm happy for them. Like, I'm glad that they're happy, but it's making me sad. So I just deleted my Instagram for like a couple of months because I was like, I I don't need to subject myself to this. And I think we all need to kind of just root ourselves, ground ourselves and like remind ourselves that we don't need to be consuming things that are making us sad. Yes, exactly. That go out and touch some grass that I do different breaks during for Valentine's day. I take a break from Instagram because I'm happy Mm -hmm. for all my friends. I genuinely am. But Mm -hmm. the reality is that, you know, that's just something that I want to see without liking their Instagram posts. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And I think that it's just a reminder that we're just seeing people's highlight reels. We have no Mm -hmm. idea what's going on behind the scenes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We have Mm -hmm. no idea. Um, other reasons people were saying uh, another person said that talked about the video well one person said like the uh people want to feel like they're doing something and I'm Mm. I think that's another point too I think that's why people are like really like on TikTok all right let me feel they want to feel like they're a hero like it's an yeah this person was like it's an American thing to feel like you're a hero Mm. and that's I mean that's yeah. true I'm not gonna lie like there's I heard this case about um a girl missing in Shelby North Carolina and okay. I remember thinking all right when I retire that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna do the podcast that's I'm gonna, gonna find sit her down and I'm gonna figure it out <laughs> yeah I'm gonna sit down I don't have the time now but I'm gonna find her because right. that's just something we all like it's just something oh, for we sure I think there's two like and I I don't know if you're like about to say this, but I think there's something too that's appealing to people about the fact that this is unraveling in front of us, essentially. Like yeah. it's happening now. This is not something that happened 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever it might be. Like we're in the middle of it right now. So I think it's, there's some sort of like morbid fascination with the fact that, I don't know, because I don't know about you when I'm listening to true crime podcasts, I like to play the, 
how old was I when this happened game? What was I doing yeah. when this happened? You know, oh, I was this year in college. It was this season. Oh, I was probably at a swim meet, you know, like whatever yeah, it might yeah, be yeah. Like when this happened. And it's like, it's happening now. So yeah, I think there's some sort of like fascination with that. And I mean, like uh, we said, it feels like we're in a movie. Like we said mm-hmm. earlier, it feels like we're with this twist, with this turn, mm-hmm. this person's missing. The body was found. When will we know who it really, like, it feels like we're in yeah. a movie. And I think people are just really fascinated by that. Um, yeah. And let's see. One of the, oh, and this is really interesting. Someone said, she, um, this person goes, I think it's one of the first cases that had national attention. This is a Gen Z person. Let me just triple check. Yeah, she's young. This is not the first case, but it's okay, sweetie. All right, all right. Um, but <laughs> she said that has made national attention because she first went missing. She could have been in a number of states plus the BF fled the country. But with her being part of Gen Z, there was an instant kinship felt by many on TikTok, which is where the case started blowing up. Her parents did an excellent job of posting all over social media, asking for help and asking for clues. The clues that seemed to make a break in this case were shared on social media. The TikToker girl who picked him up as a hitchhiking and the vloggers who had the footage of the van. Suddenly, anyone had the opportunity to help and make a difference, so they wanted to. Um, huh. I almost, I like, like hmm. from that, I almost heard, like, Uh, we're fascinated by this because she's like one of us you know yeah yeah (laughs) yeah one of us gen z's g's yeah you know know what i'm trying to say she's all over that tiktok instagram like yeah she i don't know and she was like really very much like putting her life out there for us to see yeah i think that might be part of it and then they do have a good point where they are saying it truly is a national case they were crossing state lines they started in new york they went to the west coast brian's in florida who knows where he is now you know it truly is everywhere happening so yeah yeah it's not just like some local case like that only people in your city would hear about it's truly national yeah and i think um so we probably should start wrapping up we've definitely gone well over an hour um but (laughs) no 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 it's fine. This is a bonus episode and people really want to hear it. They'll hear it. Right. Um, so I did want to talk a little bit about like, there is some truth in what we were saying earlier about people. Um, there are, so I looked it up five fifty nine thousand three women, females over mm-hmm. 21 go missing a year. This is from statistics statista.com i can Mm. put that somewhere for everybody so i mean there is a good point to it being like okay there are so many people who are disappearing i Mm. think this is another thing um i guess to wrap it up for my my opinion on why it got famous is i think like we said earlier i think she's young and pretty Mm -hmm. i think that um the other aspects I think, and this is going to sound terrible, but I think this is the truth. It's an unusual case. A lot mm-hmm. of these people go missing after maybe a night drinking, after going down the street, and like thousands of other women go missing the exact same way. Mm-hmm. But this case has a couple of twists, and I think that is what interests people. And with the rise of true crime, 
with the rise of we're decent like americans are desensitized to so many things i mean yeah. i've if anyway i can go hours on that conversation but with our desensitization on so many things our obsession with true crime for cases to really pick up and be popular i hate to say it um it seems that there has to be something extra there has to be like an attention grabber yeah and unfortunately a lot of this case is kind of like the perfect storm yeah all of those things that you mentioned the instagram she's young she's beautiful she puts her life out there for us to see it was happening all over the country it's happening right now people like the, the it's it's like a Gabby is almost like it's just someone you want to root for it's someone you want yes you want to see justice brought 20 years from now just like how people are like oh where were you with OJ we're going to mm-hmm. be saying oh where were you when you found out about Gabby it's yeah. going to be the exact I same so. I think so same thing um did you want to say um I'm sorry like I'm so tired uh, did you want to <laughs> say um your not your lesson we're not at lessons yet did you want to say um why you think it was famous yeah no I agree with everything you said again I think it was just the perfect storm yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um okay so we're going to end it now (laughs) um with lessons you want to say your lesson first uh yeah I mean I kind of touched on it earlier but I think uh it's just reach out to your friends you know like yeah even if they're seemingly living this perfect life you know extending that olive branch could just make all the difference so yeah yeah no I agree um I think my lesson is going to be um so I really think that it was one of those relationships where they were trying to force something to make it work and it just Mm -hmm. wasn't Mm -hmm. I think every woman specifically because it's a woman podcast and it was a woman that was murdered if something is not working, then it's just not working. It shouldn't be hard. It I mean, should not sure, be hard. Relationships are hard, but they shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> you, your boyfriend, husband should not leave you hyperventilating, sobbing uh-huh. in a car. Um, like it should not be that hard. You know, yeah. you're, if something's not working, then it's just not working. You have to move on you have mm-hmm. to just move to the next thing I'm sure yeah. it's hard but you have like if something's not working it's just not working I really yeah. think that they're they were just trying to make something work that did not work and then it just blew up for whatever reason we have no idea mm-hmm. how why what we don't know anything but for whatever reason it blew up and I just really I want everyone listening just to remember like if it's not working it's not working you just move know on. what you deserve girl if your man's not treating you right kick him to the curb (laughs) exactly like there is no reason to take any of that no absolutely no reason yeah you can do better and you deserve to do better yes amen and we'll end on that um (laughs) thanks everybody for listening to this spontaneous bonus episode if you stay to the end we really appreciate that i appreciate Um, all five of you i really do (laughs) yeah (laughs) we really appreciate that um if you want to continue this conversation head on over to our facebook page um if you want to tell us why you think it was popular if you want to tell us your theories or how you feel about the case head on over to the facebook page um maybe i'll I'll post something so you guys can discuss it 
there um but yeah make sure you rate review subscribe if you enjoyed this follow we will do we're going to be back with a regular episode soon um on a really good topic i'm excited oh, we got a big one coming yeah it's going to be a two-parter this probably should have been a two-parter but that's okay probably be. but that's okay hindsight's it's, it's, it's a it's a bonus it's a bonus yeah. episode i keep saying that it's a bonus episode but yeah thanks everybody for listening bye all right bye uh, Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.